Hey, I'm Rita. And I'm Lee. And welcome to the Me For Her podcast. We are two gay girls living polar opposite lives on different sides of the country. Here to talk shit and share with you our experiences between 20 and 30. Hello and welcome back to the Me For Her podcast episode 21. Wait, 21? 22. <laughs> get that right. 22? I've just one of those. We'll go with it. Um, really, really enjoyed listening back to the um, What the RVF Girls in the last week's episode. Um, it was a lot of banter and a lot of laughs I actually didn't realise. Um, today mm. we've got We had so much good feedback on that too. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, they were very insightful and um, I'm so glad that they were able to make it before baby comes. Um, we've I got know. a little bit of a um, miscellaneous episode for you today. We're just <laughs> going to do a bit of a, a life catch up um, and then we're going to dive into the topic um, just just short and quick about uh, scripting and manifesting because we've actually had a lot of interest on this topic because Rita and I have mentioned that we both do it. And we both believe in it and we think it's very, very, very powerful. So, yeah, just a bit of a life update from from Rita and I because we both live very different lives. Um, And (laughs) then we'll dive into that. So, anyway, Reitz, how are you? How are you going? Bit of a meltdown week this week for both of us actually, hasn't it been? Literally. Well, I mean, I was actually... I thought we were going to get so many angry lesbians complaining that we didn't release an episode on Thursday morning. And that is part of the reason why I had my meltdown because we couldn't get an episode recorded before Thursday. And I was just so fixated on the idea that we had to, so much so that I stressed myself out from work and loan and other related things, but also this, that I got a cold sore the next morning. Like, what the fuck? So, look... (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I was grumpy and I yelled at you, Lee, but you're fucking pregnant, you're dealing with a toddler, you're on your own this week and I love you. And I don't give a fuck if we miss a fucking episode in the future because shit happens and life is more important. I I, I, I did know that there must have been something else going on because, yeah, it was quite out of character for you. But, yeah, look, it's just... Were you like, shut the fuck up? It doesn't fucking matter that we don't get an episode out. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I have said to you in the past, look, I wouldn't stress about it because we do live (laughs) such different lives and we've got a time gap also between us of Mm. three hours. And you have said, no, 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 no. (laughs) Yeah. You have said, no, 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 we need to get an episode out every week. And I was sort of like, no, we don't. It's so weird that I fixated on it. And literally, like, when I said to you, I'm going to bed, like, I just I just need to sleep and whatever, I woke up the next morning and I was like, you're a fucking dickhead. Like, it doesn't even matter, seriously. So I, I apologize. Knew, I knew you would, but mm. the reason we couldn't is because my wife has been working away a lot um, up until basically on and off just overnighters every, like, you know, couple of nights here and there. Um, and it obviously creates a bit of a disturbance when trying to just record a with a toddler. That just won't happen. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so it's just, it's a bit of a juggling act for old Rady and I at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. it's definitely very different from when she was in lockdown. I tell you that much because we could record whenever. Um, oh my God. Amen. Now I have a life again. And ac- actually it's Jared's fault. We can tell everyone now that it's <laughs> next week on the pod or in the coming weeks, we have Jared Keisha 
to talk about all things fatherhood, being a male ally to the LGBTQI community. And he fucked up the recording a little bit. And we love you, Jared, and we're going to reschedule. But it's your fault. <laughs> yeah. Let's blame him. Let's blame him. Not, not me in my hormones. Not your, not your mood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, didn't Oki call you an elephant this week? Why don't you tell everyone that story? He did last night. So um, at we he his cousin went home. We have his cousin over every Wednesday, which is just a lot of fun but very tiring, as you can imagine, because they're one year apart and they're mm-hmm. crazy together. Love it. But she went home. And he was so tired from out the like we had such a hectic day, and his nap was tiny, and he just had a meltdown to end all meltdowns. Like he sent me into a bit of a meltdown because he was having such a big meltdown, and I could oh not combat God. it. I, I just could not nothing. And he was like shaking, and his veins were coming out of his neck, and he was like couldn't breathe. And I oh was, my God, Oki Tay was away, and I'm like in discomfort because that's the worst part of the day for me and like my pregnancy discomfort and I was just mm. like I can't fucking do this bro like, yeah I just was like this is not this is I'm not functioning this is and he just kept going and I couldn't normally oh God, I can you're like a month down, away actually. right cool. you're like a yeah. month away from being cheap. and I can fuck um, I've got five weeks yeah so that was not ideal and then anyway we calmed down we we both calmed down. <laughs> and mm-hmm. We started talking about animals, and I and he started talking about chickens. And I said, "Are you a chicken, Oki?" He said, "No, mummy. Oki a tiger. Mummy Tay a tiger. Nana a monkey. Mummy a elephant." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "How?" I understand Tay's playing her role, mm-hmm. like by working, but how the fuck am I here? I'm large, very pregnant. I'm in pain. And I'm having a meltdown. My toddler's having a meltdown. And now I get called a fucking elephant. Your best friend, your pod pod host co-host is having a meltdown. What the fuck? Yes, <laughs> it is a meltdown week. And to be honest, we're not the only ones, Rates. It's been a week for it, I've yeah. heard. Yeah. And so I just, in all honesty, he thought it was hilarious. So I was just like, at least you're not crying. I, don't, I To be honest, he's not far off, to be fair, at the moment. Yep. Um. I definitely feel like it. So, yeah, I am five weeks away um, from my due date. So that, I mean, 5% of babies come on their due date. So who knows? Could be later, could be earlier. Um, But, yeah, getting very close and um, feeling it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you look huge, babe. I am huge. (laughs) I am. Every time Um, I see someone, they're like, you must be, like, ready to go. And I'm like, no. And this is when I was like. 33 weeks and I was like I oh, no nah. I got seven Fuck. Hey um I have news from Malta by the way Oh okay update me on our Malta fans our Maltese babe um our um biggest fan from Malta who apparently just spread us to all of her friends uh Gatmart on Instagram or Martha who I just found out is her name um, she's starting her own Maltese podcast that we inspired. So oh, shout out amazing. to you guys, Malta. That's epic. Yeah. Do they? Very excited about dumb that. question. But do they, do they speak, speak English? English? <laughs> Obviously, like if a, they're listening to our podcast. No, I understand they can understand us, but is it like their first form of language? 
It's their dual first language. So Maltese, which actually sounds like a little bit Arabic, um, and English, a lot of people speak over there. So they're, they're both dual first languages. As you know, my brother lives there, so I've been there a couple of times. Yeah. Mm. That's really so cool. So it's actually awesome um, because, like, everyone understands you and you can talk English to everyone at, like, shops and cafes and shit when you're ordering, like, can I have one pastizzi? They're like, yeah, bro. Cool. <laughs> have you never had a pastizzi? Right. Not no, understand that reference? No understanding of that. Wow. Wow, you're missing you out, know, bro. I actually, we haven't mentioned this person in a long time, though, but Kylie Nicolacci posted Kylie for her girl, love her. Um, Ashy. Posted. Done. Is that a, that's her girlfriend? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she posted for her girlfriend's birthday the other day, right, and said something about how if she never hit herself in the face with, I can't remember what the tool was, they wouldn't have never met. So am I correct in saying that Kylie's injured herself and had to go to hospital and Ash has been the nurse assisting her and now they're together? Oh, my God. No, I don't know. The, I swear I asked this story at the last Sunday Sundaylicious. Um, and the I don't, infamous I, Sundaylicious. <laughs> that got cancelled on Valentine's Day when we had to go into snap lockdown, so I missed my uh, redemption. Anyways, um, no, I feel like. They met ages ago. Maybe that's like the second part of the story, but they sort of met and didn't connect and I feel like I'm butchering the story so I'm just going to stop. I don't know. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll get them on. We'll get their love story on. That's well, because I just think that is such a great story, such a stereotypical story. Kylie has gone into the hospital, if, if this is correct. Yep. She's gay. She's seen a nurse that she thinks is hot. And yep. she's probably just played on her she's, injury she's and made put on her arnets, put on her arnets and her belt buckle, <laughs> and a singlet and a tie and a she's top got a hat. Shader, she's got a shaver out. Quickly yeah. does it under the cover. <laughs> she's got her custom shoes on, and she's made her injury seem worse than what it was to get the nurses. And like, what a story! Honestly, we need to ask Kylie because. I just thought that is such, and from what I remember about Kylie, it's such a Kylie story. So, anyone who doesn't know her, well, interestingly like, oh, enough, no, talking about interestingly, interestingly enough, I hit up Kylie's girlfriend Ashy this week to see if she knew my most recent Tinder match and like to give me the four one one on her. So, and did she know him? She did. Small town things, small town things. So she's from a, a city. That's not Melbourne, but it's in Victoria. I won't say the name. And um, she knew her and she gave me like the 411 and oh, even sent me a that. photo. Yeah, Lesbian. it was great. It was great. Um, also, update on the um, Sunday Alicia story. Have you heard from either of those girls? The girlfriend or the zilch. Okay. No, and I'm not, I'm not mad about it. It's Neither of them are unfollowed or whatever. Um, no, but have they unfollowed you? No, not that I not that I know of. Yeah, not not that I'm checking. I mean, but I haven't heard from either of them. And I'd like to think I could go and have a drink with them at the next Sunday Licious, and that there will be no conflict because I'm fully supportive of their relationship, and that would be a nice way to round out the story. However, that I must would- say that said Tinder match, current one. Um. 
I, so she, oh God, how do I put this? So we got talking, found out hobbies as you do, whatever. And she said, oh, so, you know, um, do you have any hobbies other than, um, (laughs) other than footy and like gym? And I said, oh, actually, like I do one other thing, but I'm not going to tell you what that is because you can sort of find out a little bit about me and like, I'd rather us just do that over dinner type thing. And she said, she's like, I've actually got a confession to make. <laughs> I listened to your podcast. I only jerried that it was you literally last night when I told her that I bought Land in Torquay and she put two and two together. Um, so I went back to her and said, that's pretty funny, totally fine, but given that you've listened to my last episode, I need to ask you this question. Are you fucking single? <laughs> that very. I think that's a very justified question and also just let next time someone asks you just be like well firstly footy and the gym and then you work full-time and you have like if someone asked me about my hobbies right now I have none so like they'd be very disappointed I feel like two hobbies is like a lot for an adult who has time for more than that it is but maybe well maybe she was like she trying was trying to, like, to get me maybe to bring she was it up trying- you know what I mean? Just trying to get you to say, yes, I have a podcast. This is my best friend and we just talk shit about these dates that I go on. So are you still keen? <laughs> um, <clears throat> well, funnily enough. She wanted you to tell her that you talk no, well, shit she, she did. about these people on our podcast. <laughs> no, she felt bad that she knew and she jerried and she didn't want it to sound like she like was keeping it up her sleeve. So whatever. Um, we're past that, which is quite funny. There must be um, a lot and- of um, lesbian readers in, in Victoria then. I swear there's only one other one and she's like Lebo. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised. Rita, the Lebo, if you're listening, DM us. We'll give you a prize, okay? Because they're, I mean, you're, you're a runner-up. What can I say? You're a runner-up, Reese. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. But anyways, I do have a Zoom date next week. Why? When are you not allowed to see people in Melbourne? They're going away. I'm not going to give away too much, but they're going away. Still early days. Who knows? But yeah, wish me luck. Oh. And sadly enough, Wait. it's not it's not the first Zoom date that I've had. So we'll see. What do you oh my do god! On oh my god! Do, have I told you about my blind date? Mm, yes. Yeah. Just didn't connect. Yeah. That's fine. At least she was single, I hope, I'm assuming. You were single, I hope. <laughs> I was definitely single. Yeah, my Did friend you know Lebo from footy set us up. Um, she was super lovely. She was cute, um, but I just didn't feel a connection. And we discussed this offline, but I felt that it was only fair to just say let's be friends and not give it another chance, whereas my mum has been on my fucking back after watching Married at First Sight and being like, really, like after one go you're not going to give this girl like another chance? Like I think she was hoping that I was going to come home and be like, <gasps> I met my dream girl and blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry, but um, these people on Married at First Sight that do keep giving it a shot and shot after shot after shot shouldn't because look how toxic they get and then none of them stay together. I mean, Martha and Michael and there's a few others that have stayed together, but, like, maths is really not an inspiration. But also it's a bit, you know what, I feel sorry for you being a 
in a, the dating world because I can sit here and talk like shit about Taylor. She's my wife. She doesn't care. <laughs> Talk shit about Taylor. No, but like not shit, shit. Like not, you know what I mean. Like I can yeah. lay some yeah, shit yeah. on her. Yeah, okay. And yeah, with he you. doesn't care. Whereas, like these people that you're dating could hear it and be like really offended. Whereas I don't like. Yeah, that's. I tough. hope not. I just I've just said really nice things about all of them. Oh no, I know, but like it's just a bit weird when the person like you're potentially going to go on a date with is talking about you. On a podcast, you're really not like wrong. encouraging me to continue to talk <laughs> about my dating life. No, no, but like this poor girl. I was going on a date with someone, and then I heard my 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 the, the situation on a podcast. I'd be like, "Wow, this is 2021." But well, to, don't to stop. Be fair with you, it's to be fair. Well, to be fair, I am. Um, <laughs> I am. Treading carefully with this one for that reason. Fair? Hence why I didn't okay. name the well, city or whatever. Us, tell us this girl's tell us this girl's like age, her hobbies. Tell us a little bit about her, obviously, without giving too much away. That's giving too much away. <laughs> so like giving too much away. Her age and hobbies. Um, okay, she's really into the gym. Um, she's got a dog, token lesbian, right? Um, she is. She's twenty nine turning away. <laughs> she's twenty nine turning thirty, and we're going to have a Zoom date on the night before on her last night of her twenties. There you go. Are you, are you happy with that? Oh wow, that's very cute. Uh, I'll show you a photo because no one can see it. I'll show you show you a photo. Um. Oh, that's me. That's weird. <laughs> I mean, although I, <laughs> I was about to show you a photo you, you, of me, you and your ex girlfriend did look very similar. Um, your camera is very blurred, so I can't really see her. Send it to my phone. Oh, okay. I, I still can't see her. You're just blurred. Ruin the element of surprise, and I was meant to not edit this episode. We're ruining it for everyone. Okay, speaking of, you know, your sister talks about kinks in people's hoses. Editing is a kink in my hose now that I'm not in lockdown and that, like, I have a life. So, guys, public service announcement, I'm going to try and, like, publish an episode without editing for fucking, you know, every little space or, like, thing that Lee and I does. Lee tends to play with a, play with a pen that sounds like this. So I'm not going to edit that anymore. I'm just not going to okay? So love I us as we are or, or don't love us at all. Yeah, it's like, you know, when f- people face tune their photos and then they just, you know, stop. You still have to We're not like perfect. the photo. <laughs> we are not perfect, okay? I sent you the photo. And not that you should judge on what she looks like. I'm just maybe just tell me if you think that she's like I don't know, we're compatible because she thought that Lee thinks that me and my ex look identical, which I disagree with. Totally disagree with. You're nodding yeah. your head. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how to say you're compatible with someone just by looking at their photo, but look, she looks like she likes the outdoors, so cool. Yes, yeah, so And I'm I. saying that because she's outside in the photo. <laughs> <laughs> she's, got a, she's got a pillow that says, I love the outdoors. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Okay, so since we have both mentioned in the past that we script, quite a few of our listeners have DNM'd us DNM'd us, not DNM'd, 
I'm not going to edit that out. Deal with it. (laughs) Um, Asking like what the fuck that means because essentially if you're not into manifesting and the law of attraction, you're going to have no idea. So we're going to walk you through it essentially. But let's start, Lee. Why don't you tell everyone with like sort of how you and I both got into personal development when I lived in Perth and like how that has served us to date? Well, you and I, I think when we first met, I think if someone had mentioned like um, it got manifesting <laughs> Yes. Well, I think you being the personality that you are, you have always been fairly open-minded. But mm-hmm. I think someone, if someone had said to me like eight eight years, ten years ago or even, yeah, I, I would have been like how could writing something down or like just talking about it make it like sort of manifest Happen. and create mm-hmm. that? Because it, it, it's such a funny concept if you're new to it, and I completely understand that and appreciate that because I think I would have been the same. Given the environment that we were in and the people we were surrounding ourselves with, it just sort of started to make sense and we started to hear more and more from a lot of very successful people, not just, you know, not just to say wealthy people, just people that were had achieved what they wanted to and were living a life that they wanted to. Talking about this manifesting and scripting and I think that's just when the penny dropped. I think when someone you trust and you respect, not even trust but respect and can see has maybe done things you'd like to do or just done things that are quite um, like impressive, then you go, okay, well, like obviously something they've done's worked. And um, mm-hmm. so then my sister, yeah, my sister actually uh, would speak heavily about it and do a lot. Uh, around scripting and manifesting and like um just sort of like it's the whole asking the universe and you know um mm-hmm. and then she wrote about it in a, one of her books and um yeah that sort of give it a plug off. give it a plug because it's a really good book earth is hiring by peter kelly yeah it's it's earth is hiring by peter kelly and it is an amazing book and it it was she's actually got a, a few amazing books out but um I first really did it like in with a lot of intention when I wanted to fall pregnant with Oak and this wasn't like we had tried and it didn't work and then um I started I started like a year well before. before yeah like I did a lot of things before we fell pregnant with Oak just knowing that in the next couple of years we were going to try and um manifesting and scripting was one of them and look people can have their opinions about whether it, it works or not. But if you believe in something, I, you know, why not? Why not have that belief? And so I just would journal and I got really, really like I wrote about it as if it was happening. I wrote about being pregnant. I wrote about my pregnancy and this was like a year, like I said, before we even tried and um, because I knew it was going to happen in the next couple of years and I would literally write as if I was pregnant and how I felt and where like I referred to my pregnancy is he and not because I wanted a boy. It just, that's how, it's how it felt. And that doesn't mean that when I fell pregnant, I knew I was having a boy. Honestly, I didn't know until we found out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just what I wrote. I don't, mm-hmm. I, I just wrote he. And in all my journals, it it refers to he, 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 he. And then as it got closer to like us um, starting the process, I wrote the month that we were going to fall pregnant, which is which was our first attempt. And it happened. And again, some people could be sitting there going, "Oh, like you know, it it's was going to happen every way." Yeah, yeah. Nothing but I, I scripted 
very intentionally about the pregnancy I was going to have. And like, mm-hmm. you know, I love, mm-hmm. I, I love pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously getting to the pointy end, you're, you're a bit uncomfortable, but I still love pregnancy and I miss it when I mm-hmm. see other people pregnant and I'm not. Maybe pregnant. Brave. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember, you're pregnant right now. Thank you. I, this not enough of a reminder sticking out of my stomach. <laughs> um, but I was very intentional. I scripted exactly how I felt and blah, blah, blah. And and what makes me even more um, confident is that I didn't really script too much about the birth, like the labour. Mm-hmm. And I wrote that he, would, that he would come out healthy and happy and he'd be fine. And, and he, he did. did. Oh, fuck. But it's not about that. the labour. No, he did. Yeah, exactly. And he was completely... Um, fine and healthy and everything was great. He was a big, just under 10 pounder, um, which was a good time. Um, but I did not in, I, my, I did not get intentional about my birth the way that I wish I had maybe. Um, I just really wanted to know that and care. All I cared about was him being healthy. Um, and, and, and still to this day, that's still the most important, important and most crucial part of my birth. Of course. But this I'm going to stop around, you there. I'm going to stop you there because I just want to walk people through this because it is a lot to grasp your head around if you're fucking new to the law of attraction and and you don't get it. But I guess it's sort of tapping into like quantum physics territory and it's like what you think becomes and or actually turns into reality and your brain actually doesn't know the difference. This is why a lot of athletes do stuff like visualization because it's so powerful and your brain doesn't actually know the difference between what is in real life and what you're your, what you're imagining, if that makes sense. So when Lee's scripting, talking about her dream pregnancy um, in present tense, her brain doesn't actually know that it's it's not actually there yet. So it's really powerful stuff. And if you want to get into it, if you're brand new, I highly recommend watching The Secret documentary, which sort of gives you a well-rounded I guess, what the hell it is and how it works by all of these um, well-known people in the field. Um, Or Google, like, um, Esther Hicks. She's all about manifestation. Um, Or um, who's the other one? Mike Dooley, Notes from the Universe. If you haven't already signed up to Notes of the Universe, I froth that shit. It's a note from the universe that's sort of like law of attraction-y and manifest-y. I don't know. I just rate it. See how you go. But, Yeah. No, but that's exactly what it is. It's 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 about Continue. writing, and that you're totally. I I could get my journal out now, from when I was pregnant with Oak, and I in two thousand and six, end of two thousand and sixteen. So I fell pregnant to end of like October of two thousand and seventeen. Mm-hmm. I was writing as if I was pregnant. Yep. And if, if while you're writing it. You, it genuinely makes you feel like you're pregnant and you start to feel like you're pregnant. And I think that's maybe why also, mm-hmm. and again, personal opinion, personal experience, this is this is my journey. Um, in the year leading up to Oak being born, I very, very easily um, cut out alcohol, cut out caffeine, and I'm not saying that you have to do those things in order to fall pregnant. I wanted mm-hmm. to. And yeah. maybe it's because my I started to feel like I was already pregnant mm-hmm. or that my body wanted to um, be treated like it was already pregnant because, you know, Rita, I didn't have an issue with alcohol, but if I wanted to have a good time, like I 
had a good time and I definitely sometimes took it a little bit too far. I was not like a a weak day drinker. Again, nothing wrong with that. But on weekends, if I was to have a drink, I would. And then literally um, when all this started and we started to realise that we wanted to try, I it was one of the easiest things I've ever done was just to say no to alcohol. Yeah, and, and I don't no know. None, none. And I couldn't, like, I had none. And, you know, you could have put any alcohol. It helps that I don't, I'm not a wine drinker. I don't love the taste of a lot of alcohol. So I was really just doing it to have a good time. But even in social settings or, you know, it didn't matter where we were or where where we went, what holidays we were on, I had no issue with saying no to alcohol. And um, I genuinely think it did help. And I just wrote every day, or not every day, but most days about how I felt pregnant and how easy the, like, the, process was and how great I how great pregnancy is and how grateful I am to be pregnant and so when it happened and when we fell pregnant the first time and I was a little bit naive to realize to not like to the knowledge of how hard some women had it and how hard it was for some women to fall pregnant obviously I knew that you know not everyone fell pregnant quickly but I didn't really realize how hard some women had it to fall pregnant yeah, and so when I did yeah. fall pregnant the first time, I was like, "Yeah, like of course I did," mm-hmm. and that wasn't me being arrogant. Like I no. just saw no reason. You did the work. It's it's not easy I to just, get up every day and write out your script. Like it's a habit, and you have to build it. But obviously, we believe in the power of it. But uh, absolutely, and then when I did, like when I did find out I was pregnant, like I just wasn't shocked. And I don't know if it's because again I didn't realize like how low like fertility rates had dropped or whatever but I also maybe I was just like of course I am like I knew this was going to happen I planned this almost like um Mm -hmm. and then yeah and then when we wanted to start again um I I I've always journaled and I've always manifested but I guess it's not until Tay and I made the decision to want another one did I start again. Scripting again religiously. Yep. Yeah. Gotcha. And um, again, like I scripted and I scripted about this baby um, and it's funny because this. Hopefully when I the script- labour this time. <laughs> oh, my Oh my journal is full of how great my home birth is going to be, babe. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this one I didn't, it wasn't he or she, like it was just baby, 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 baby. Anyway, I was still scripting and journaling about like just life um, and then I fell pregnant and then obviously we had that early loss. So that was a, a knock to everything that like I, I had been working on but then it was not long after that we fell pregnant with this baby and again, People could say, oh, it's good fertility, it's good, it's this, it's this, it's this, mm-hmm. but it depends on what you want to believe in. And exactly. in, in all honesty, I knew we were, there was no question about um, whether we were going to have a second kid. I mean, after that, fir- that, that loss, obviously, like, being a hormonal female, I was sort of, like, disappointed in myself in a way. Like, yeah. am I mm-hmm. going to fall pregnant again? But there was never any doubt that, because I just was like, Tay and I, it, and this may, some women may go, oh, it's nice to know that if you want something, you just get it. Tay and I wanted to have a second. So to me, we were, we were mm-hmm. going to have a second. 
Yeah. Um, yep. But no, I, rate I that. definitely, I definitely have in this time of pregnancy um, manifested a lot about the birth. And it's not just children. Like I manifest mm. about like everything in our life. Like, and I just journal about it. And I also, I've actually got three journals. Let me tell you, I've got one where I just journal about life. Mm-hmm. Then I've got a manifesting journal. And then I've got a journal where I write like one or two page letters like once a week or sometimes it's not, it's once a month. Sometimes it's Mine are pretty up. sporadic. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And they're letters to Oak. So, oh, wow. I don't write letters to Oak. <laughs> just <laughs> to be clear. <laughs> Why? And that's awesome. If anyone's listening and he's like, that's great, but I don't really want to get pregnant soon. Like from my side of things and scripting, like, I'll be the first to admit that I've fallen out of the habit and it's going to take some work to get back into it. But another thing that I want to speak about that goes hand in hand with scripting is operating from a space and an energy of gratitude because the law of attraction cannot work unless you are already grateful and thankful for the things that are already in your life. So they sort of go hand in hand. So if you're starting this whole thing from scratch, I would highly recommend just writing three things a day that you are grateful for to remind yourself of that and to get yourself in an energy of being grateful for the blessings in your life. And then when you are in that state, then you can attract the things that you desire that you would like to attract into your life. And because your energy is higher and you're not complaining about fucking everything like I was this week, um, (laughs) then you can start to attract things. But for me, from a single person's point of view, when I was into scripting and stuff, I was attracting the, the, it's not even, I don't want to, how do I put this? I was single and attracting love. I'm not thinking about that right now, but a couple years ago I was. And you can't be specific necessarily in certain situations. I was attracting the feeling of being loved and loving someone. It wasn't like describing the color of my dream girl's hair. (laughs) Some people might do that. I didn't. It was just like, I am so happy and grateful now that I wake up with my dream girl behind my side. Like I feel amazing. We wake up, we get a coffee, blah, 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 blah. Like it doesn't have to be super specific. Just get creative. This is your opportunity to get creative and use your imagination and maybe it's a Vespa. Like for me I was scripting about buying a Vespa and eventually I did and stuff like that. So um, it doesn't just have to be about birth, although to Lee's point it's fucking a fantastic idea for birth and pregnancy right absolutely and it can be anything and it's just whatever comes to your mind manifesting is so different for everyone you could manifest um like me and and be and write as if you are in that position or you've got what you've got but for other people it might might look different however Mm -hmm. it comes to your mind however you want to invite things into your life but I think also like uh, people are scared to ask for materialistic things or manifest materialistic things or ma- I was material. That guy. Or I was that guy. And it's like you don't have to be. If you want no. to manifest more money into your life or a better job that gives you more money or a like a Vespa or a car mm. or a house, fucking do it. Do it. Do it. Because Literally. if that's what you want, it's yep. no, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing. Like absolutely. And I think that, you know, everyone wants things in life. You can be mm-hmm. grateful for what you've got, like you said, and still want things in your life. Like, you know, you've just bought house and land. I live in a house that we own and, mm-hmm. you know, I have the car that I want and 
there's things, and I'm not saying that they're the things that I wake up and I'm like, oh, thank fucking God I've got them. Like, obviously they're not. But everyone, there's, I think everyone has things that they want in life that can be provided by money. So why not ask for more money? Well, absolutely. I mean, what is money really? And we could do a whole nother episode on your relationship with money and your subconscious like relationship with money. So if that interests you, DM us. But I will just say on this note, again, if no, I'm not even going to go into it because it's a separate episode, but I just bought house and land and then I also just bought a car, but I didn't really have the money for the car. This is the thing. My mum actually just made me realise that I manifested the money to buy my car. So a friend of mine was selling a car that was everything that I wanted. When I was scripting um, previously, I was like, I want a new SUV with a sunroof with leather seats in my driveway. That's what I was waking up and going into, like into a job that I love, which I now have. That was what I was scripting. I now have an SUV with a sunroof with leather seats, like I wasn't specific about how I was going to get it or what it was. And then literally I didn't have the money because my money was sort of tied up in my house and land, but I manifested a way to get money and almost the exact amount came to me. And you know what I'm talking about. I won't go into it, but it's like it's fucking crazy. So the judge, the jury's out, but we believe in it. Absolutely. And I think that. Like you said, we're not going to dive into this topic, but no, money doesn't bring you happiness, but it can create choice and it exactly. can create an easier, I don't want to say an easier life because some people think life is easier without money. But if you're someone it's who, choice. it's all yeah, it choice. is, it gives you choice. It absolutely mm-hmm. gives you choice. And for me, the most important thing that I want to have money for is like things like health, like Cairo for my son and uh, and Taylor and I, and which is not cheap, let me tell you, um, <laughs> and buying like food that we want to feed him that is not cheap. Mm-hmm. And so for, for, for me, having money looks different to other people having money, but it doesn't mean that I'm, you know, this person's greedy because they want to buy a car or, no. uh, you know, this person's greedy because they want to buy. If that's what you want and just... It, just accept it. And I think a lot of people have a hard time in saying, you know, like um, I want to buy this car or have this house. It's like, well, that's, you know, if that's what you want, you're I'm allowed to have that. A hundred percent. And I will just add this, and this is probably the trickiest part to it all, is that I was driving a, a bomb, like my sister's bomb red Ferrari that's fucking from 1997. But I was so grateful that she was lending it to me because occasionally when it's not great weather to ride my Vespa, it's really convenient to have a car. So I was scripting that I was like so happy and grateful to have my sister's car, but also trying to attract my new SUV. Didn't know how it was going to happen, whatever. So, and Lee was scripting for a perfect pregnancy for to con- to conceive and be fertile and whatever before she had oak so it's really important and the hardest part is to be grateful and try and attract what you want before you actually have it even if your circumstances are not great that's the key to it you got to you got to just imagine i think a lot of people also fight between the difference between like um Wanting to manifest certain things into life and then ego. Well, you and I have spoke yes. about like. Yes. Oh, we actually girl. spoke about this on the way to me picking up my, the car I have now. And like the car I have now is nothing. It's a Toyota it's a sick Prado, Prado soccer family soccer mum car. But it is the it is the mum car I wanted. Yes. And on the way, I was like, you know, these, you know, these purchases seem a bit ego driven. But no, 
to me, having my kids drive in a safe car is really what's important to me because you know me. I don't know a thing about cars. I don't care about cars. I don't really care. And, and when we are talking about it, I was like, but if I didn't have kids, I wouldn't be buying this car. So true. I yeah. want my kids to be driving around in a nice, safe car and that's just, you know, Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. It's not a, you know, it's not a bloody $200,000 car. It's not. <laughs> no. But I just no I just think that a lot of people will go, it's just my ego. My ego wants that. And, yes, some things it is. There is a part some of it. Things, yeah. We're trying to make ourselves feel better temporarily. and But I do also think there is nothing wrong with wanting more money or wanting something in your life that money can provide. I just think there's nothing wrong with that. Preach. If you're not doing it illegally. Yes. Please You're helping don't. the economy, really. <laughs> Amen. And I think we should probably wrap it and up if you there. Are doing it illegally, like come on the podcast. Tell us how about it. No. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you literally said the same thing. I know. Yeah. Um, well, that's a who forty minute episode that we thought was gonna go for eight minutes, so we can really rant about the law of attraction and manifestation, hey. We can. We really can. I thought it was going to be like 15 minutes, that's for sure. But anyway. Please feel free to give us feedback. This is the first one we're sort of winging without any content, but whatever. Let us know if you loved it or hated it and then we'll go back. But I'm not editing. Love you guys. We'll see you next week with either Jared Keisha or two other very special guests that we've got lined up for you on Long Distance Love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, girl. Love All you. All right, thank you. Love you. Bye. Bye say the follow thing I'm not going to edit that out <laughs> <laughs> and if you'd like to keep up with us follow us on Instagram at me for her pod and like and subscribe on Apple Spotify I don't Apple. know one of them wow <laughs> hope I you like this uncut episode <laughs> I choose I choose bye